Yeah, it's been so long since we like done a topic. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I can't get as loose. I have to talk in a very uh, informative tone. Inform- informative tone. <laughs> this is Zay of the BC Podcast. Oh my god! I'm gonna do this like NPR or like the public <laughs> broadcasting channel. Uh-huh. Anyway, all right. Welcome to the BC Podcast. This is Zay. I am sitting here with Brett, and we are back for another episode. Um. How are you? Let's start there. I'm chilling. How was your week? I'll be positive. You being positive? <laughs> I'll try. Um, all right, cool. It was fine. I just realized I didn't even listen to the last episode all the way. Oh, God. Where am I at? I'm not even here. <laughs> I felt I felt kind of spacey from you this week. We usually like, I don't know. I feel like we were talking, but there was just nothing of substance. It was just, <laughs> just like throwing memes back and forth. I don't feel like, yeah, my week, my week was not filled with substance at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> did you know. like get any extra rest? Like, did you? Yeah. Was it a, it was wasn't it like bad. A, yeah, my week was all right. It was fine. Mm. All right, well, that's good. I guess. I don't even, I don't remember nothing bad, really. I'm just here. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta be here sometimes you you check out and you're just on autopilot yeah i mean we did get i get a did get a nice little surprise in the mail though oh word mr thrill hill (laughs) that's my guy tommy hill shout out to my man tommy yeah he sent us shirts from Mm -hmm. his um his brand do you have information about it you like to share yeah um yeah um I want to get your friends. So I was trying not I to. <laughs> I should have reached out. I should have reached out. But um, let me get his at just mm-hmm. so we can throw it out there. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, now my internet don't want to be. Oh my god! It's thrill underscore underscore hill. Spelled how it's supposed unders- to be spelled. Yeah, the underscores kind of throw me off because sometimes you don't know if it's three or two. We'll try it out, guys. Six. <laughs> 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 no um, um he yeah he's very inspiring with his uh he gives a bunch of free workouts on on instagram a lot of at-home stuff that you guys can do um and i believe he does a fundraiser almost every day mm-hmm. uh while he's doing the workout so definitely check him out we got the t-shirts we'll post the t-shirts later on in the week and a uh, big shout out to my man thomas hill Thank you for the merch. Hey, listen, and let this be a, a lesson to everybody. You guys can send us free shit anytime you want to. I promise you. I promise you we'll be good with it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but uh, I, I have his mission statement. So his shirts say Reform Justice Unity, and it's aligned so that it also is highlighted that it's also representing fit you know, for fitness. So it says, during challenging times in our country, it can be easy to divide us and have a difference in opinion. Instead, why not challenge ourselves to understand one another and our differences, or at least learn to agree to disagree with respect? These shirts represent that through fitness, we can achieve our goals together. More importantly, we can help families and children during this pandemic, as well as fight for equality in our society. So some of the um, proceeds, well, the proceeds go to these following organizations, Equal Justice Initiative, Brennan Center for Justice, the YWCA New Jersey, 
NJISJ Do Social Justice Social Change Fund. CHI Social Change. Sorry, my cats are wilding in the back. Community <laughs> Food Bank of New Jersey and Project Ready New Jersey. Oh, that's really dope. Seriously. Yeah, so definitely check them out on the gram. Um, and these shirts are really nice quality. Yeah, they're <laughs> real thick. You know what I mean? Like, thanks, man. All so right. thanks, Tommy. All right. Um, so we're actually doing a topic today. It's been a while since we did one. When was the last time? <laughs> Shit. Who knows? Uh, anyway. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Maybe the it's beginning been... of quarantine. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Oh, my gosh. All right. So we landed topic-wise on cynicism. Um, one of the main things that I learned is that cynicalism isn't a word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cynicalism is not Cynicalism a word. Cynicalism is not a word. Um, so <laughs> it, it's funny because last episode, I don't know if you got to that part since you didn't finish the episode, but you kind of threw that out. And like, I remember you said it in it. passing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said it in passing. You were like, yeah, cynicism. She was, you were like, hmm, that would be a good topic. Mm-hmm. Right. So I kind of bookmarked that when I was doing my editing. I was like, she's probably right. So mm-hmm. I did like a brief look into it. And um, I hit you earlier in the week and was just like, you know, this sounds like this could be a dope topic, especially in the times that we're in right now, mm-hmm. uh, where I feel like everybody's kind of. Um, becoming more cynical you got your your jeffrey epstein's your russian bots your uh disinformation your psyops like, like all, QAnon. all this stuff yeah <laughs> QAnon, like everything like all this stuff is kind of pushing everybody to be more um cynical mm-hmm. uh and you kind of wanted to touch base well give us a definition okay. first well i have a few so the definition of cynicism is an attitude of suspicion where you believe the future is bleak and that people are acting only out of self-interest. An example of cynicism is when you are always when you always think the worst and have a hard time seeing the good in anyone. Noun. Hmm. And then <laughs> a person who believes it sound like a goth. Does it sound like the goth kids in high school? Yeah. So a person who believes that people are motivated purely by self-interest rather than acting for honorable or unselfish reasons. So those are a few definitions. Okay. I think we throw around cynicism and being cynical. I did see, I I stole this from a comment I saw someone make because throughout our research, um, someone said the difference between being a skeptic and a cynic is a skeptic questions and a cynic rejects without question. So I said, hmm. okay. So maybe instead of always saying that you're being cynical, sometimes you say you're being skeptical. So we're going to break down cynicism. So you can decide yeah. if you were, I mean, honestly, like, of course we got read a little bit because I definitely saw some things where I truly am modeling cynical behavior. Uh, same here. Same <laughs> and then here. there's other ways where it's like, no, I'm just being skeptical. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to start with a little story came across um, the philosophy of cynicism. Well, history. So as this, a little history. Mm, Greek history. Yeah. I feel like anytime you look up the science of something, it just goes to the Greeks. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they say. Yeah. All right. So fourth century BCE. What is the E? Mm. I know it's before Christ, but what's, before the, what's Christ- the E? After the dinosaurs extinct. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to E at all. (laughs) All right. um, Fourth century, as the story goes, fourth century BCE, uh, Diogenes of Sinope 
a banker's son through the city into scandal by counterfeiting coins. For this, he was stripped of his citizenship, his money and his possessions. And in exile, he birthed a lot of what we know as the philosophical ideas of cynicism today. So he decided that by rejecting the ideas of others and societal measures of success and be truly you can be truly free. So he went on, he lived self-sufficiently, lived uh, off the land, close to nature. Um, this resulted this resulted in years of wandering around Greek cities with nothing but the bare minimum, just outdoors all year round. And um, they had said that he didn't do this silently. So he would like tease passerbys and mock the powerful. He was eating, he was urinating and even masturbating in public. <laughs> so like, I'm just thinking about, this made me think when I was like, first couple years in philly i remember ah. i used to work in the gallery yo. yeah right i used to work in the gallery and i was walking to work one day and i seen this guy i seen this this homeless person that like he looked he was tweaking like he was itching and stuff and he pulled he was pulling out his penis every couple steps Ew. and just shooting urine somewhere oh hell no no it was disgusting it was disgusting so i crossed the street mm -hmm. but then i saw the face of this like businessman walk by and he was so disgusted like Ugh! Mm -hmm. right so I, I feel like this was the beginning of like skid row <laughs> <laughs> just people talking shit mm -hmm. well they um, were saying like with diogenes he just took it to a new level the idea of having cynics and that philosophy was already there mm -hmm. um so what their what their ideal was it says for the cynics a life of frac a life of frantic action for the sake of wealth or power was absurd this sort of living would cause both the ancient and modern man to stray from nature and would instill in him a need for superficialities that would never be satisfied never being satisfied and always wanting more man would become a slave unto his desires so that Yo, was there. Doesn't it sound so attractive, though? Well, yeah, like, I mean, it's like materialism. It. Yeah, but yeah. it's like they got to be balanced. But I mean, back then, if you were able to get by on, you know, the earth, mm. I guess. There's something about like when I do see homeless people, like something. About, and this might sound insensitive. I don't want to sound insensitive. But like I'd be feeling like sometimes they got to figure it figured out. Well, some the of them, that is their yeah, like, preferred you know I mean? life. I mean, it makes me think about, you ever see those kind of traveling wanderer people where it's like they're dirty as hell and they have a dog? And yeah. you just see them in different parts of the city. And like, I got to talking with one of them before and they were just going, hopping from state to state. Just living life. Just, yeah. And Nothing both of them came them. from well-to-do. Like, neither one of them honestly, like, had a reason to be out on the street. That's mm. just the life they wanted. Yeah, I, I respect it. Yeah, and I was like drinking with them at Love Park. I'm like, what is my life? <laughs> but <laughs> Brit talks to everybody. That's I, her problem. I don't know how I end up in these situations, but hey. All right, all right so let me continue. <laughs> let me continue the story. So um, the citizens, Diogenes, um, the citizens started to call him a barking dog. I forgot what the name was for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like an actual phrase. But though it was meant as an insult, dogs were a good symbol for his philosophy. They are happy creatures free from distractions and like wealth or reputation. So Diogenes and his followers became known as the dog philosophers or Kuniko. Mm -hmm. That's how they pronounced it. And that is spelled K-Y-N-I-K-O-I. -I. And that designation eventually became the word cynic. Like, I don't know how. But that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> So as his reputation grew, others challenged his commitment. So like even like Alexander the Great 
offered him like anything he desired instead of uh, this this lifestyle he committed to. And mm-hmm. instead of asking for material goods, Diogenes asked him to get out of his sunlight. <laughs> like standing right in front of him. Yeah, probably standing all in his beams. I'm going to start using that, though. Hey. Like, get out my beam. Get out my sunlight. Right. Thanks. So um, Thanks. after his death, followers of his philosophy continued to call themselves cynics for about like 900 years. But I think you finished the rest of that video. Like, what were they saying? Like, Oh, so basically they were saying it evolved into people that were self-serving hypocrites that only preached what diogenes actually practiced hmm. so they just they didn't really they weren't really out on the street they weren't out in it the wasn't mud. about their life <laughs> it wasn't about that you know? real life nah they were just talking shit so they were so, kind of like hypocritical i guess yeah so pretty much um it turned into a word used for slander calling someone a cynic hmm. uh which meant people who criticized others without having something meaningful to say okay okay so that leads into modern day cynicism as we know it right just spewing stuff and now it's like amplified because everybody can just spew spew it on the internet and it reaches like Mm -hmm. thousands of people at a time yeah so um cynics will tell you that like everyone's like selfish or weak or the system's rig it's hopeless um and it's like sometimes I find it hard and um, and um, let me just be clear. Like I have my cynical like natures. We like we've talked about how cynical we've been with certain issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd, I'd like to hope that if somebody comes to me with information, I'd be open to hearing it. But they say a lot of times you can't disprove cynics mm-hmm. uh, because they can always find examples to reaffirm their beliefs. Well, yeah pretty much because they feel like they're right you know about Mm -hmm. everything and um like for instance if if i say the whole thing's rigged and then you can mm -hmm. point to like you know how they did bernie sanders right last election and even this one that kind of proves my point and i can walk away thinking Mm -hmm. just that and you know and i have that to stand on well they say cynicism derives from a moment usually probably when you were younger mm-hmm. where you felt extreme disappointment. So when cynic, when cynics experience that like initial letdown, it leads them to turn on to themselves. So instead of being upset at the particular person or issue, they get upset with themselves for even getting their hopes up mm-hmm. in the first place. So now when they see anyone like mirror the way that they felt they felt of having their hopes up in that moment, Mm -hmm. um, it triggers them to respond to those people the same way that they would respond to themselves. So it's like, you know, as soon as they see somebody get like super happy and just just like leading by blind faith, basically, you know, like I just I just noticed it's going to happen. You're just like, "Uh." and it's kind of like in a way, too, they feel like they're kind of protecting, like they feel like they're helping. Yeah. yeah, You know, like, yeah, yeah, relax, pump your brakes. Don't get your hopes up too high about it. And it's like, damn. Um, But it's like projecting. You know, that's what we do. We express to others how we feel about ourselves. So it's like their assessments of like people is just not based on the actual people themselves but it's like more of a inner conflict so their Mm -hmm. philosophy is like a defense mechanism against their inner suffering so cynics will like compartmentalize themselves to secure themselves against any discouragement right um it's kind of like they disappoint themselves before anybody else can do it for them yep basically pretty much yeah right and i think we're all kind of guilty of that you know um 
just for not wanting to really get let down about something or, you know, when you get super excited about something that doesn't work out, you're just kind of like, like, why did I even yeah. waste my time getting excited about that? You know, it's easier. And, it's like self-preserving kind of like you can. Yeah. So your you're not so. Yeah. So you, you don't have to walk around. And that's what they're like. You know, it's kind of cowardly to be cynical. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard to always be so like, you know, positive. And that's that was ta- that also ties into like the law of attraction. And, you know, it's hard just like always being expectant like hopefully expectant you know of Mm. things that happen so remember like i think we talked about it like people like those people that we know that are just like super chipper all the time Mm -hmm. that's where my cynical side comes out like there's no way you're happy there's no way you're happy 24 (laughs) you don't get disappointed you don't get mad god like cut it out (laughs) you know what i thought was interesting though because like on the surface and i'm guilty of this as well of like cynics like on the surface they appear to be digging into like the facts and Mm -hmm. you know unearthing stuff but in Mm -hmm. truth they're really just trying to insulate themselves against like pain that they've suffered but there is this like idea that like you know the people that question things like have this like higher intellect or something like like well that's the difference i think where skepticism comes in Mm. to play against cynicalism cynicism cynicalism i'm telling you I'm it's a cynicalism you, like, i thought it was a word so, for forever <laughs> but you know if you are questioning things that makes you skeptical if you're just hating on it without even wanting to know more information uh-huh. or you know expressing you know things that you want to know more about you're just trashing it uh-huh. you know what i'm saying i think that's where it draws into you being more cynical because it's like you know, you're not even trying to figure it out or you don't even have any counter questions about it. Right, right. You know, you're, you're not just, invested. You're just, like, and then, too, I guess it also comes into if you're not actually, like, speaking down on it. Okay. You know, because it could be something you want to know more about that you're arguing about, but that doesn't mean you got to trash it just because you're, like, you know what I mean, making a statement against it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just saying, like, oh, this is just a dumb thing and, you know, why would people even think this? And Yeah, it's like you're not even presenting, like, any mm-hmm. rebuttal. Yeah, and that's what they were saying, like, we'll get into it more later, but more of the, like, steps on how to not BS and it's just, like, always have an open, like, mind and just be curious. Yeah, yeah. Don't shut yourself off from still wanting to hear differing sides, even if you don't agree. Yeah, don't, and that's funny you say that, like, I'm, I'm going to tell on myself, like, uncurious people kind of frustrate me. Mm-hmm. It's like no, you don't want to look into this anymore. Whatever it is, like or you, you know can't at least like, just hear a counter argument. Yeah, like you can't even. And I think we're getting like we're so polarized. Like today, obviously, with everything that's going on, it's mm-hmm. like counter arguments aren't even a thing anymore. Yeah, it's just like you can't even. It can't even. That's like the plan, devil, devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said yeah. that if you say that, you may be acting a little cynical. And I say that a lot. <laughs> I say that a lot. So that's that's me being guilty. But mm-hmm. um, I read this article and it was saying cynicism. The title of the article was cynicism isn't as smart as we think it is. And it was saying that self-identified cynics pride themselves on being on skepticism and their ability to be wary of people's motives as a sign of intelligence. Even mm-hmm. our fictions boister uh, this myth by favoring like world weary protagonists like Sherlock Holmes, like mm-hmm. who sniff out the truths and that elude the rest of us because he sees the worst in people and it all comes mm-hmm. together in the end, you know? Yeah. And um, they said the reason for this belief in cynicism equating to intelligence is that evolutionary theory term of survival of the fittest is promoted with the notion that humans are totally or entirely driven by self-interest. So 
a better safe than sorry method is adopted. And in the end, if we are wrong about our skepticism, at least no harm is done. So it's like self-preserving, like, okay, I was wrong about it, but at least Mm -hmm. I didn't get fooled. Right. And I think, too, also when that's like, you know, to yourself, but when you're projecting it onto others, that's also kind of like the competitive nature of just like me first. I want to be right. Yeah. You know, like you guys are all dumb and wrong. Like you'll see. You know what I'm saying? It's also that just me first attitude. Like I want to be the first one to call this out. Yeah. I want to be the first one to see it's wrong. You're all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You see it online. Like, you know, people. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. You see that online. Like people just not even having anything good to say to the conversation, but just wanting to be first. Remember that was a thing? Remember like if Mm -hmm. something went up, I don't know, like. Oh yeah, first. First. First, 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 first. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, I was saying that modern day cynicism is toxic because it robs you of your happiness. You're obsessed with the idea that the world is set to disappointment, disappoint you. So you might as well turn your back to it first. Mm. Um, and it's like you if you only expect the worst from society, you never have to worry about being wrong or disappointed. Mm. That's oops. <laughs> Turn my ringer off. Sorry, <laughs> that guys. makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, it says the people who embrace cynicism the most are usually the most fragile. So, like we were talking about before, you know, they're just they've had a major disappointment, which we all have. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you just use it as a a coping mechanism, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a a cross cultural analysis published in the Personal and Social Psychology Bulletin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, in the Tilburg University in the Netherlands and uh, evolutionary psychologist Daniel can't say his last name sorry um, mm. in Germany uh, let's just start there in Germany they argue that <laughs> cynicism isn't so useful as a default position so like I guess there are some positives to being mm-hmm. cynical but if it's your default mechanism like mm-hmm. like they were noting that thinking the worst in regards to like relationships between trust, health, finances tends to lead to the worst results in terms of like earning and well-being. So it's mm-hmm. like it's kind of is like the law of attraction, like you were saying before. If you're just always thinking the negative, you are a self-fulfilling type of prophecy and you're going to mm-hmm. attract that to you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So um, I also saw information about how being cynical prevents you from having meaningful relationship relationships or being close to others Mm -hmm. and i saw some videos on like youtube where people were talking about cynicism like different videos Mm -hmm. philosophy people and stuff like that and people were commenting saying like oh my god this is me like every time like i can never that's why i never have friends because i always just think the worst they're going to do something so i just push everyone away Mm -hmm. you know and i just became very bitter about even you know making forming bonds with people um, so I saw this or saying one of the ways to notice if you're being cynical to others, it says take notice of how uh, you make other people feel around you. People don't feel safe. If people don't feel safe around you because they're always in fear of being criticized or, you know, looked at as dumb, mm-hmm. um, you have to ask yourself, you know, is it worth people feeling that way around you? 
Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you may want to, yeah, maybe they say dumb shit and they have dumb ideas, but do you want someone to always, you know, tiptoe around you or always feel shame, you know, when they're coming to speak to you? And (laughs) that's that's what they read me (laughs) on. That was your thing. That was my thing. I was like, mm, I be doing that a little Brita, bit. Brittle said, "That's stupid." She, you know how easy that come out of Brittle. Like that's that. dumb. I don't, yeah, I don't no, say nigga, that's dumb. Yes. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> or it depends on the person. But a lot of times, I'll basically call you dumb without saying you're dumb, which is just as bad. Because like you know, there. you're still making people feel that way. Yeah. So I may in response just be like, well, why would you say that like that? Like something, I don't know, just sometimes. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like, I I need to chill (laughs) on that one. Mm. Um, In that same article, there was like an international team of scientists. They found that being treated disrespectfully can lead to people developing a cynical belief. And Mm -hmm. there is a relationship between cynicism and disrespect. So, um, they write it as like kind of like a vicious cycle mm-hmm. where cynicism and disrespect fuel one another. So when people feel disrespected by others, they understandably begin to take a darker view of humanity. So they use this example. And it was funny because they use the person's name. They said his name was Lester and Lester mm-hmm. just sound like a cynical motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like I've never met a Lester, <laughs> but <laughs> Lester. yeah, Lester, I don't fuck with Lester. Lester always mm. just Lester drained the always party. talk his shit. Yeah, right. Lester. Dang, Lester always made. Uh, <laughs> So uh, they use this example in the workplace. So Lester feels disrespected at the job. The boss reneged on a promotion. Colleagues talk over him in meetings, etc. You know, take that. Mm-hmm. We all work. We've all worked in a in our office where we didn't get along with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So this leads back to like the survival of the fittest. So Lester begins to understand that the only way to get ahead is to assume the worst of everybody and be sneaky and selfish. Mm-hmm. So he starts taking all the credit for the projects, um, and in return, his coworkers are less likely to be nice to him, furthering him to stand firm in his cynicism. So he's not helping the situation. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like I don't know. It's a tit for tat type of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, so it leads to this like vicious cycle of cynicism, where mm-hmm. several studies have found that like that lower social economic status mm-hmm. uh more times affects people that are cynical which i thought yeah. was like kind of very interesting mm-hmm. um they sent out they analyzed publicly available data surveyed more than sixty-eight thousand americans and europeans i want to know who answers those surveys like <laughs> like who answers those surveys? even when they say like the polls like for like votes mm-hmm. and stuff like that like who's oh, really that. answering that Right, you ain't asked me. Uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't never seen that shit. But anyway, <laughs> so um, they analyze all these people, and the surveys also ask them about their income and also try to gauge their cynicism through questions like, uh, do you believe that most people would exploit you if they had the opportunity or mm-hmm. would attempt to be fair towards you? And they found right. that people that had cynical views about human nature earned less money. So mm-hmm. they didn't know why. So all the traditional factors from past research, like being uh, more neurotic, introverted, or having lower self-esteem, worse health, less education, um, there wasn't really any evidence to explain it with those those metrics. Mm-hmm. So interesting enough, cynicism was less problematic in countries where it seemed justified. 
Mm-hmm. So it was less financially detrimental to be a cynic in countries where like there was more murder or there was more people to be seen as selfish or predatory and less giving. In fact, countries with the highest homicide rates, people who were cynical about human nature actually had slightly better income. Mm. Right. Ain't that weird? Well, I think it's too, cause it's kind of like, I, I saw another thing where they were saying like a lot of times, um, you know, they have issues building relationships with people. So often they choose to keep their distance from people, mm. um, you know, so they don't even, which prevents them from even having to go through it. Um, you know, so that kind of makes sense, you know, where it's like that's more OK to not have to have these meaningful relationships with people because everyone is distrusting of everyone. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> kind of reminds me of Philadelphia a little bit. Think so. But um, so, I mean, yeah, because like, but we mind our business, you know, of course, you're going to make relationships with people, but it's not going to be like it's not going to break you if you're not, you know what I'm saying? Always a cheery rosebud to everyone, mm-hmm. you know, this is true. You know how it is out here. Right. So like in this example, (laughs) cynics that earn less money, like it's kind of like another self-fulfilling prophecy where it's like, which uh, if if you're earning less money, which can make you cynical, Mm -hmm. then make you avoid behaviors that would boost your income. Because mm-hmm. you're just doubling down into your cynicism, like shit ain't fair, everything's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, true. I've been there too. Mm-hmm. I've been <laughs> fuck this shit, especially like straight out of school. Like you straight out of school and realizing the amount of debt that you've taken on, like there's no wonder there's like cynicism on the rise. Like think about like the state of like people's financial. I'm just talking yeah, financial. That's very that's very true. Yeah, like man, fuck this. They they tell you your whole life to go to school. You go to school. You take out these crazy loans, you get out and there's no jobs for you. I mean, even, yeah, that and like, I feel like all around, whether you went to school or not, like just the position that our country is in and just how it is for us, Yeah, you know, just our generation and younger is just like, what the fuck, yeah, what did y'all... What this what y'all got for us? What y'all been for doing? Real? What y'all like been seriously? Doing? Y'all ain't watched the Jetsons? The fuck? Y'all had that dumb shit on TV. It's fucking 2020. Look at this raggedy shit. <laughs> this shit is dusty, yo. Like I get so annoyed. Like at least once a week, I get annoyed that we're not like in some futuristic shit. They really missed these the dirty ass sidewalks. Like what? <laughs> Why are we driving on potholes? Them shits like, be this uneven. Is so the sidewalks ghetto. are uneven and stuff. Seriously, like, why don't we have some fucking different material for the roads or something? Old ass asphalt. This shit is dusty. I saw this one like material they were trying to use that absorbed water. Something. They seriously it. all this hydroplane and I know they got that bullshit. That's why I get mad, yo. <laughs> they got all this. How gross <laughs> like like you remember like being in the nineties and they like showed you like the year two thousand and twenty? Like how grossly like underestimated was that or overestimated was that? Duh, like where like, we're gonna be in the movies? Like seriously, I just wrote a Lisa other day mm-hmm. and I had to change something in the profile and I had to set it to year twenty twenty two. And I said, Are you fucking kidding me? That's funny. It's really about to be 2022. Yeah. Look at this shit. You know what's really funny? The number sounds so advanced. Right. You know what's really funny? <laughs> I had um what? I had to go get my fingerprints done this weekend. I'm I'm mm-hmm. getting registered to have a firearm, right? Mm-hmm. And I haven't had my fingerprints done since like we were in like I don't know. It was like a class <laughs> in school, elementary school, where it was like the ink and stuff. Yo, why was they taking our fucking fingerprints? Yo, why was they taking our fingerprints? I don't know. Yo? I don't know. That was the first <laughs> one. <laughs> 
Okay, keep going. Right. I don't I guess know. Is doing that. I don't. I don't. Did we sign a paper? I don't know. Did, did our, our parents, parents know say about yes? That? That's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> the fuck. Yo, so I go to this place and I have no idea why I thought I was going to walk in with an ink pad. Like there was going to be an ink pad in. <laughs> It's gonna be an ink pad and a little thing. Like, I had no idea. Oh yeah. Like, why wouldn't it have been more advanced? It was. You did the ink pad, right? No, no. I feel like I did the ink pad when I went and got my fingerprints when I had to go teach. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't do the ink pad. This thing was. That's like what I was a, like. Just, I feel like I used. The it ink was just pad. like a little glass thing, and like the lady kept like just pulling my hands and like doing mm-hmm. different formations of my finger. But like well, I, that would make sense. I literally yeah. thought I was gonna walk in like with like a, a feather and ink well. I'm talking shit. I honestly don't even remember if I used the ink pad or not. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that childhood shit. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm still stuck on it. <laughs> All right, we are off topic. Uh, yeah, I don't know where we left. Um, I guess we were talking about like the, the, the cycle of, mm. of cynicism and how we can double down. I have no <laughs> idea where we were at. Where you at? Ah! <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right, whatever. It wasn't that wasn't part of our original whatever we were talking about anyway, guys. Like, All right, so I got a question for you. Nothing. Sure. When doing this stuff, like when doing like some of the research for it, like when did it hit you home like that it was just straight like, "All right, this is me and how can I work on some of my cynical just that tendencies? one. I just said just where one. I be making people feel stupid. Like the way I be saying stuff is just like, "Don't say that like that." Some stank. Some stank. Like <laughs> that's just my patience. Like my mm-hmm. patience just I don't be I just don't think sometimes. But too much I, Aries. So do we agree? <laughs> do we agree right. that like sometimes it might be good to be cynical? Like so how do you have the discernment of when to be cynical and when not to be? Maybe when everybody is obviously saying a stupid, dangerous idea and it's like Yeah. Like that's terrible and dumb and it's not gonna work. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I have, I'm, I'm trying to figure it you know, out. You know, I don't know. Give our audience some type of guideline. Because that's not being. That's. You know? the, I mean, I, I, I'm. Maybe everyone's saying they want to jump off the roof, and it's like, I mean, mm. I think that's stupid and terrible. And I mean, I could be negative because maybe it will be fun, but I don't know, man. I'm not good at examples. <laughs> anyway, so, all right, so I saw this one little tidbit and it reminded me of the episode we did joy exchange where we were talking about joy and feeling joy and mm. why is it so difficult <laughs> it says um cynical people often feel like a state of positivity puts you into too vulnerable of a state i can i can take that right as that reminded me of that you know, that correlation, how it's just like feeling positive makes you feel weak. It does, right? <laughs> I ain't soft. Don't touch me. Why do we feel like we're not deserving of like feeling positive as much as possible? I don't know. It's like, oh, no, no. Because all this shit we see. Look at this. Like, we, I ain't going to start again. No, no. I'm just get mad again. Say I'm get mad again. No, just the same shit. Just look around. This shit's just raggedy. <laughs> God. Uh, oh, Lordy. But um, I saw another thing that I thought was interesting. It says the most conscious person, which like we were saying, you know, you want to be the best. You want to be all knowing. Uh-huh. The most conscious person is a person who is able to hold a full picture of reality. It is not anyone aware 
of a person is not all right sorry no go ahead. I wrote that stupid you good you good You're fine. it is not anyone who is aware um of how a person can only be negative it's a person who or a person who's only aware of the positive mm-hmm. you know so it's like the cynical people always point out the negative and then you have those other people who are just like everything is fucking great um so it's mm-hmm. a person who is able to you know hold both of them you know to have the balance so you got to be able to see the negative and the positive not go too far yeah on either end um so well that's I, why it, it kind of honestly and i don't want to did i say this earlier i don't know if we said this earlier well, but like the people that just cannot see the gray area in things we didn't we always say that so i yeah. think we said that on this but like episode. it kind of like inf- <laughs> not in, i don't want to say it infuriates me but like it's mm-hmm. kind of like i don't know how to have conversations with somebody who is just oh, all yeah, one way that. or all mm-hmm. this way it's kind of like i, I don't want to call them basic <laughs> basic bees yeah, right i don't want to say it's basic <laughs> but like it kind of is it's just like i can't i can't stay on this level with you for an entire yeah. conversation mm-hmm. like right. this kind yeah go ahead yeah no i was just saying yeah like these cynical people are selfish mm-hmm. uh, because they're trying harder to protect themselves from pain rather than seeing truth or reality mm-hmm so I feel like even people who are too positive, you know, that's also just some punkish. <laughs> <laughs> so we just so hold on, we just double it down on what we've thought before doing all this research. <laughs> I'm just saying, like sometimes shit be fucked up. Yeah, like, right, right. You know. So like, <laughs> is it kind of just be, is is being cynical? I believe it gets like the connotation that it's just anti-establishment. Like I'm just anti yeah, everything. Yeah, right. Just anti society. So anti everything, anything. Um, like let me see back up at that one definition. It's um, anytime anyone's acting for any type of like honorable reason, mm-hmm. you're just like, no, nah, you're being a good person. You know, you're not. Mm. So I've had <laughs> these conversations with people like about our current like political atmosphere and people that are like really bought into how it plays out you know what i'm saying and kind of doesn't question the system at all and i'm wondering um i would say the greater portion of the population kind of mm-hmm. buys into the whole political process and i'm wondering um since we were saying before that to be a, a cynic it's kind of like anti-establishment but if the greater portion of the population um kind of believes in it and then when you're bringing new information mm-hmm. to them can they be cynical in the information that you're bringing to them you get what i'm saying like they're they're the majority and you're the minority you know yeah i think yeah i think the difference right i think the uh-huh. difference is when you're feeling that type of way without any type of information to back it up you're just feeling that way off of your personal feelings just how it makes you feel mm-hmm not because you have like some sort of evidence or you've done research and you've seen things that don't add up. You know what I'm saying? I think that when it that's when it falls into skepticism rather than just being cynical because you're just like, I don't know. You know what I mean? You know, you could just like hate someone. And you don't really got a reason. You just don't like them instead of actually having reasons. You know what I'm saying? That you've seen to for you to, you know, valid valid is it validly a word. <laughs> validate valid validly and whatever validity 
No, like I've been saying for you to feel like you have a right to not like the person. All and right, it be so, justified. So I feel like that's the difference. If you have a reason and evidence. <laughs> but if I, all right, so let's say I have a reason and evidence and mm-hmm. I bring that to the person that uh, that is totally backing this candidate mm-hmm. or whatever, and they don't want to hear it. Could they then be cynical? Or am I still in that cynical position because I'm going against the norm? Or, or what the majority believes. I don't know if that would make them c- more cynical or just more closed-minded. I don't okay. know. Okay. You know, because they're not necessarily projecting onto you, but they're still being closed off. I don't know. And I guess you would say that I'm projecting onto them because I'm coming to them with that information. Like, hey, did you see this? <laughs> I mean, that's just you being skeptical but it depends on the topic and yeah. the person and blah 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 um so all right so how do you temper your cynicism <laughs> so i saw one little uh well first hold on i'm sorry how do you know you're a cynic didn't did, did we have some examples Damn, of that? we done gone through the shit didn't they listen to the episode what the fuck <laughs> I had a list. That's why. Okay. Oh, you want you have a list of how you know if you are. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Are you you asking me? I was like, child, I'm about to get to the (laughs) to the resolution. Nah. But all right. So this first one got me, and it said your main speaking or texting tone is sarcastic. (laughs) All the time. Hundred percent, B. All the time. Hundred percent, B. All the time. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You start loathing at cute photos posted by your friends on social media Mm. now. I don't really loathe the cute photos. I loathe that but cute everything. Some days, if I'm in a no, mood, really? I don't want to see shit. Everything is dumb. All right. So <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> damn, bro. I get mad So I can tell like, you me what me and you agree with. Yeah. Me and you agree with. You know what I loathe? Hmm. That little black boy singing every time. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm talking about. I'm, you know that little black boy. I, I just want to live. I hate you the beginning. As soon as it starts, I get pissed off. I'm a young black man. Stop. But no, did you see he came back? Yeah, and I got mad. Yeah, so that made me mad. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I have nothing against the kid. Do your thing. But that shit can make me mad. Um, (laughs) You think people hitting on you, people are hitting on you or complimenting you is lame and probably fake anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I be taking Uh, them compliments. Thank you. (laughs) You hate celebrity (laughs) interviews. What? <laughs> Who gives a fuck what they gotta say? Right. Um, you're seriously questioning your belief in happily ever after. I've been there, so I'm. Oh, mama, mama, Don't do that. <laughs> Don't, Don't do that. But no, but it wasn't like a sad thing. There, it was kind of just like. Am I ever gonna be happy? Happy. Shut up. I know. You said you're happily ever after. Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, you're not even sure about political correctness anymore. Damn. You done throwing that out the window. Shit. Uh, no, that's one line. You don't romanticize your life. Mm-hmm. I don't do that, though. Do you romanticize your life? No. No. Like, who does that? I don't know. We got shit to do. Like, <laughs> And you're always prepared for the worst. I think that's misleading because I think you should be prepared for. <laughs> yeah, I'm cynical right now. No, but that's misleading because I think you should be prepared for the worst, but that doesn't mean you should expect the worst. 
I guess, yeah. True. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, a little on the edge. We we pay for insurance on our cars. Like, you should we be have prepared to. for Look, because we have to. You're right. Facts. <laughs> Thanks. Oh gosh. Uh what were you about to get into? That's the if that's it for my, my list. Alright. Um <laughs> Okay. So alright, so someone on Reddit, they were speaking on like how they tried to curb their cynicism. And they mm-hmm. said they used the fake it till you make it method. And I'm just gonna read what he said. I can't do that. I know, but that's like you know, I know that's what you got to do. It sounds so corny and stupid, but, you know, mm. positivity. Um, so he says, I used to be that guy. Nobody really called me on it, but I noticed people starting to hang out with me less and less. As I got older, I found my cynicalness. He wrote that, not me. Cynicalness <laughs> had oh, mostly really? gone away. It just kind of came from more of a go with the flow attitude that I adopted overall. And it's really made me a happier person. So I guess, yeah, just kind of, if it happens, it happens. Or if people think that mm-hmm. way, they think that way. Um, so I used to deal with depression and anxiety and that's mostly gone away just because I adopted a positive attitude about things. Just try to be a little more enthusiastic about others, genuine or fake, just try it and be interested in what they have to say. Something I always keep in mind to keep me in check is a quote by Bill Nye. Everyone you will ever meet knows something you don't. And when I think about it that way, people become more interesting to me. So I, cool. I think about that a lot, too, because I'm just like, I always try to find some way to learn something from someone. Mm. Mm. We try. Sometimes it's difficult. It's very difficult sometimes. Some, so a lot of people are playing bagels. Plain bagel. Um, so somebody else said, um, personally, I took to faking it on social networks. A few years ago, then Kotako. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Who not faking it on social networks? Anybody uh, faking it on no, social networks? No, they're not the way these people are rude and nasty. Right. A few years ago, then Kotako, editor. Oh, Kotako, I guess that's the name of some. Editor Brian Crescente mentioned on Twitter that one of his goals was to stop being negative on social networks. And for whatever reason, this stuck to me and I took on the same goal for myself. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So it says, like anyone, I'll lapse in that. Like anyone, I'll lapse in that. But for the most part, I try to stick to the mantra of positivity and shying away from whiny complaints when I can. So, yeah, that's dumb because, you know, sometimes you be wanting to comment like that's dumb as shit. Like, mm. but you ever had to like fight yourself from not. Commenting? Oh, God. Yes. But it's yeah. always worth it to not say anything. It's Some of these always accounts. worth it. It's because like people always just, come yes. in and they want to talk shit. And then you just be next thing you know, you get notifications like on some right. bullshit that you just right. could have easily just scrolled by. Could have done much better not even paying attention to this. Seriously. So I saw a oh. list. Um, I thought this was the same list <laughs> as you had. So uh, my list is how to stop being cynical, not how to okay. know you are. <laughs> All right. So the 11, the 11 tips. All right. Number one is admit to yourself that you are cynical. <laughs> Once you acknowledge this, it will be easier to work on changing your attitude. Number two is embrace positivity. Number three is practice gratitude, which we've it's talked like, about before as well. Yes, we have. Number four is to breathe. You get all breathe. hyped up and tripping and, you know, you just lash out. Number five is be mindful. Number six is be playful even just for five minutes a day. 
Number number seven is limit your. I can use that. I can use the playful. Right, you just do a little Harlem Shake real quick or something. Is it? Do you find yourself <laughs> being more playful because you have a kid? Yeah, and I'm also just childish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just bust a butterfly out real quick. Uh, number seven, limit your news consumption. Number eight, reveal your true self. Uh, number nine. That's a tall ass task. I know, right? I guess. I mean, it, I guess it depends on who you are. Mm. You know what I mean? Reveal Someone who doesn't feel self. comfortable, just anything. Gotcha. Some people don't want to reveal nothing about themselves. Uh, mm. Number nine is evaluate the company you keep. Number ten, spend more time with positive people. And number eleven, try to look at people's best qualities. And mm. on the one where it was saying to breathe, I did see that they said cynical people have a higher risk of strokes and heart ailments, which is from stress. Shit. Because you stress. You always mad. You know, like, we getting older. You ever get that sharp pain in your chest? It's like, yo, do this real quick. <laughs> right? You're like, where I come from? Hold up. Oh, it's the time. Right. It's the right. time. But I think the number one tip on being less cynical is to see the good in everything Mm -hmm. try to see the Mm -hmm. good even if it's something that you don't understand something you don't agree with something you don't like try to see something good about it Mm -hmm. that always makes me feel like on like you know when people have albums out and it's like well i'm sure there's at least one song i'm gonna like (laughs) the whole thing can't be trash (laughs) right um i saw a couple bullet points and it was saying um ways that you can kind of like stop being so cynical mm-hmm. and it says imagine your life going as well as it possibly could and then write about the best possible future it said mm, that's hard to see chad you said what <laughs> yes, and that's hard what to you, see <laughs> right yeah in 2020 fuck <laughs> fuck mm-hmm. um imagine your relationship or relationships going as well as they possibly could it said uh visualize what your life would be like without the good things that you have so appreciation like you said before Mm. said change your outlook on negative events and enjoy less stress recall and describe a time when you experienced awe and i thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. like that all feel oh yeah i do that how often do you do that i do that (laughs) yeah every now and then i just try to think about the moments where i felt the most happiest yeah see um yeah i i don't feel like it's something to live for to have that moment again Mm -hmm. and um a research proven process for letting go of a grudge so try to let let go of grudges gotta let it go let Let it go go. for real right 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 (laughs) um did you have anything else hell no that's it that's it Right, so now we can go back to being cynical. No, we gonna do better. I don't know if I can. You think Still gonna so? be skeptical as really hell. Oh, skeptical hell yeah. than a motherfucker. Question everything. Yeah, but now you know, take some time, relax, and try to see the good in everything. Yeah, that maybe help your day go by a little better, cause child. You realize this is about to be twenty twenty one. Like the year's almost over. Yes, sir. Ain't that crazy? Mm-hmm. It's a rough ride. It's a rough ride. <laughs> rough one. All right. Um, thank you for listening in to another episode of BZ Podcast. We really hope you enjoyed this uh topic based episode. And hopefully we can come up with more topics to cover. Um, we're always open for suggestions. Please reach out to us. Uh if we missed anything on 
I don't know. Not even missed anything. If you have anything to add. We didn't say anything that you guys did. I mean, come on. Right? right? We covered it all. <laughs> covered it all. You know, no, Top the to bottom. Add. Top the it's bottom. Like, no. No, Comprehensive. We, no, definitely, though. If you guys have any fresh perspectives yeah, to please. share with us, please share. We could possibly like use to... that information in a future episode. Right, right. New point right. of view. I would like to know if, like, the strangers that listen to our pod. Like, I want to know if, like, they think I'm cynical just from, like, the episodes they've listened to. <laughs> uh, I'd say it very inquisitive. 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 I like that. I'm not cynical. I'm inquisitive. All right. Um, <laughs> enjoy y'all week. Um, do something nice. Appreciate what you got. Love everybody. Share this. Like this. Subscribe. All that good stuff. We will be back next week. Love y'all. Take care. Bye, everyone. Bye. New will, I got new shit. Give me all it. I've been ballin', I can't call it. I want all it. This some ball shit. I can't call it. I can't call it. Yeah, two sheets fallin'. See me marching. See me, see me target. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I never fall in the pressure. I need the most like a lesson. Why is you trying to stress us? I can't call it. Yeah, I can't even. Call it. You see my niggas as soon as we walk in. You see my niggas as soon as we walk through the show. to the action, we don't do the talking. Shut that. Talking. I can't call it. I can't eat some bullshit. I bought new will. I got new shit. Give me all it. I've been balling. I can't call it. I want all it. This some bullshit. I can't call it. This some different type shit. This ain't what all you other niggas doing. Wearing your brother fucking Balenciagas. Wearing, wearing and your bitch ugly too. With a fake bag. Hair smell like corn chips. Listen. This start with the squad. This a real fucking squad over here. We handle our fucking business. It's like 80 businesses between six niggas. Listen, I'm gonna talk my shit.